Hey coaches and athletes, this is Daniel Chappell uh, with Vermilion Valley FCA coming to you with uh, your Monday devotional. Uh, if you're in Illinois, then you already know this, but if you're not, maybe you didn't, but our governor last week extended the COVID-19 related social distancing uh, shelter at home order through May 30th. And so we're facing down another month of social distancing and the challenges that that brings uh, for coaches, for athletes, for sports, as we can't have competition, we can't have school. Uh, it just leaves us in a, an era of uncertainty, anxiety, and fear, uh, lack of control, lack, uh, facing the unknown. And uh, I just want to tell you that I'm in that boat with you. You know, FCA is a, a sport-centered ministry, and so without the with sport not experiencing the, the normalcy, with not having the normal sports experience right now, uh, it's really thrown a lot of our ministry methods uh, out the window. And so we're trying to adapt and change and pivot like everyone else. And this, this actual, this digital devotion, this digital ministry that you're watching is part of that pivot, trying to change and adapt, uh, which, is, which is the leadership style that we need to have right now is to adapt and to change and to be flexible in, in our coaching. How, you know, how do we coach well uh, in light of the fact that we can't be physically on the field, we can't be competing? And last week we talked about the concept of embracing the stretch, that this whole COVID-19 social distancing thing is stretching all of us. I had the, the example of the slingshot that we're being stretched and that we should embrace that stretch, that, that this moment is causing us as leaders to have to be flexible, to be adaptive. And that's good for our leadership overall. There's lessons to be learned, skills to be learned in this era of social distancing and this challenging time that we will take with us into the next season uh, when things open back up. But as I got to thinking about embracing the stretch, I think that's true. I still think that we, in some sense, need to embrace the stretch. That doesn't mean that we're glib about the reality of the virus. It doesn't mean that we're excited about it. It doesn't mean that we're celebrating it. It just means that in every challenge, there's always opportunity. And so the stretch was about, let's embrace this time of being stretched and adapting and, and see what the Lord might want to do in, in growing us uh, into the image of Christ. And as I was reading this morning, uh, this is in 1 Corinthians chapter, um, this is in chapter 9, at the end of chapter 9. There's a very familiar passage here, uh, especially if you've been involved with FCA or any other sports ministry. If you're a, a Christian coach or athlete, you've probably heard this read quite a bit. 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 27. So I'm going to read this passage and then I'm going to share with you the verse that really jumped off the page, even though that I've heard this and read it many times myself. But listen to these words from the Apostle Paul to the church at Corinth. And then we're going to focus in specifically on verse 27. So this is 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 27. Paul says, Do you not know that the runners in a stadium all race, but only one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may win. Now everyone who competes exercises self-control in everything. However, they do it to receive a perishable crown, but we an imperishable one. Therefore, I do not run like one who runs aimlessly or box like one who beats the air. Instead, I discipline my body and bring it under strict control so that after preaching to others, I myself will not be disqualified. Now, the immediate context here for Paul, is talk, he's talking about his example as an apostle, how his apostolic ministry in traveling around the Middle East and Asia, up into southern Europe doing ministry, uh, he, he's writing back to the Corinthian church who, who the Corinthian church has been challenging his apostleship and questioning his apostolic authority. And so Paul here is reminding them of his ministry as an apostle. 
and giving evidence as to how he's been faithful to the gospel and faithful to the ministry. And then at the end here, he talks, he compares the ministry to running a race. And he's not just talking about his ministry. There's application here for, I think, all of us who obviously aren't apostles. But as believers, there's a lot to be learned from this whole chapter. But think about verse 27. This is what Paul, I'm going to read 27 again. Instead, I discipline my body and bring it under strict control so that after preaching to others, I myself will not be disqualified. Paul picks up on something that's important here. As we embrace the stretch, as I talked about last week, as we embrace this moment of being sharpened or, or being refined by the realities that we're in, uh, what's the vehicle? What's the vehicle that's going to get us from where we want to be to where we want to go? What is the bridge between vision and reality? Uh, Dan Webster talks about in his book, um, Next Level Leadership, or his workbook, Leadership of the Heart, um, Authentic Leadership, he talks about the bridge between expectations and results. So if you have the future expectations, my vision, and over here is my results, what I want to see happen, what's the bridge that gets us over that deep chasm? And Dan would say it's the bridge of discipline. And that's what the Apostle Paul is talking about. It, it, he says, I discipline my body. And bring it under strict control so that after preaching to others, I myself will not be disqualified. Now, the context for Paul here specifically is he is disciplining his, uh, what he eats, um, what, he, what he thinks about or doesn't think about, you know, his sexual passions. There's all kinds of context here that he's just got done talking in 8 and 9. And he says, look, my example, everything I'm telling you to do with your body, I've been doing. That's what Paul is saying here. And so he says, I'm disciplining myself. I'm not letting myself have whatever I want to eat, or I'm not letting myself use my time however I want. I'm, there's a discipline. There is, I'm discipling my body. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing discipline. And so as we think about the vehicle to get from uh, where we are to where we want to be, that's the vehicle of discipline, which is very difficult. Discipline is a word that has a little bit of a bad connotation sometimes in our culture, and sometimes with, sometimes with good reason. You know, sometimes uh, the word discipline or disciplinarian, it's taken on a militaristic, even abusive connotation because some people honestly have abused others in the name of discipline. Coaches have done it, pastors have done it, leaders, bosses have, have in the name of discipline, abused people. And that's not good, it's not right, God's not happy about that. But that's not what Paul's talking about, it's not what I'm talking about. It goes back to what he says in 25. Now, everyone who, may, everyone who competes exercises self-control in everything. I mean, you know that. As a coach, you want your athletes to practice self-control in their eating habits, in their weight room habits, the, the, the self-control to be able to get up on time and come to the weight room, the self-control to say no to other things so that they can be at practice on time. And so discipline and self-control, these two ideas throughout Scripture uh, have a lot in common. They're a connected idea. And so what I, what I want to submit to you this morning is that as we embrace the stretch last week, let's embrace discipline this week. The discipline is what's going to allow us in this season of social distancing and, and this season of, of, of being stretched. Discipline is what's going to allow us to actually use that stretch for our benefit. I'm one of the most undisciplined people in, in, in my personality, in my nature, how I'm wired. I'm wired for to be very spontaneous, to fly by the seat of my pants. Um, to not have a plan, to not, I don't like lists, I like to take things as they come. And so this is, this is a word for me, if, if for no one else, that if we're going to embrace the stretch, if we're going to use this season of uncomfortableness, of being jostled out of our comfort zones, of not being able to compete and practice, if we're going to embrace the stretch of this season, it's going to take discipline 
and self-control to maximize the benefits. I'm going to, I mean, I've already, I've already, I can see just on the camera, I've put on five or six pounds since this whole social distancing thing. Um, the, 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 the grazing, the fact that I always have access to my fridge, that even though I'm working from home, the, the fridge and the kitchen's right there. I can see it through the window. And so the self-control of saying, I'm going to eat, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and some healthy snacks in between. Um, I got to have that discipline. Um, the discipline to say, um, I'm not playing, I'm not in my regular workout rhythm, that the Y is closed and where I play basketball twice a week is closed. There's no basketball games happening right now. I've got to have the discipline to work out at home. I've got to have the discipline to be able to, as much as I want to be out playing with my kids or helping my wife with, with projects, I've got to have the discipline to say, no, I'm going to spend this time reading. I'm going to spend this time recording a podcast. I'm going to spend this time talking with my staff or reaching out to coaches. I've got to have that disciplined time set aside to have the self-control to, to, to say, I'm going to grow. I'm going to get better. And so that's something that I think we preach to our athletes. It's something that hopefully we expect of our athletes and we expect of our, our assistant coaches. But this is what I've noticed in my parenting, at least. I expect a level of self-control and discipline from my children that I often don't apply to myself. And so as an authority figure, having authority over my kids, how much do I expect them to be disciplined and not apply that to myself? And so as I was reading that this morning in 1 Corinthians 9, man, it really jumped off the page at me that the, 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 the real vehicle to success as far as changing habits, adapting in this, in this time of, this, the time that is requiring adaptive and flexible leadership, you can only do that well if you're disciplined to stay with the fundamentals of your faith, read the Bible, prayer, gathering in, in, in digital virtual community, the discipline to eat well, the discipline to get sleep. I know a lot of our sleep rhythms are out of whack right now. You know, Emily and I just moved over the weekend, so we're in a new house. Uh, we've got boxes everywhere, stayed up late trying to get the house ready. Uh, and so it's just, it's just a crazy time and our rhythms are out of whack, but it's going to be self-control and discipline. Um, it, you know, with, it's, okay, it's okay to have fun. It's okay to relax. It's okay to rest. It's okay to let loose a little bit. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not a militarist in that regard. I don't believe we have to be, you know, absolutely disciplined every moment of the day. But there are this, this reality that Paul says of, I cannot give over to every, every feeling, desire, and whim that I have. I can't just give into that. I can't follow that cultural narrative of follow your heart or follow your feelings. I can't trust those. I have to trust the Lord, His Word, trust wisdom. What I know is a wise way to live. It's wise to eat well. It's wise to exercise and it's wise to, to sleep well. Those are three easy ones that I've got to be disciplined to follow what I know is true. And so in this season of, um, of, of really no structure, because everything is, is gone right now. All of our structures about work and hours and, and for many of us, you know, no seasons, no competition, no practice. Let's continue to be disciplined. Let's be disciplined about the things that we know make for a flourishing life that, 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 that shows our love for God and love for our neighbors. And most of all, let's be disciplined to keep preaching the gospel to ourselves and the gospel to others as we seek to be conformed to the image of Christ. I hope this has encouraged you uh, this week as we look at this idea of being disciplined to, to maximize that stretch as we talked about last week. And I pray that you have a blessed week and we'll uh, see you again next Monday. Thank you.